This is episode 683 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, September 20th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Krishnez, and today I'll be talking about Greedfall. That's pretty much it. There's also some Apex Legends news that I skimmed through, and I watched Small Soldiers. There are also some new games added to Game Pass, but it's probably going to be a pretty short show. I don't have all that much to talk about, and I will say this. If you're talking, <laughs> if you're talking, what am, I, what am I talking about? If you're watching, yeah, if you're talking the video, God almighty, if you're watching the video version of this episode, I can't promise it's going to be all that exciting because there is a lot of talking in Greedfall. There's a bit of action, but there are long stretches of that action. So I'm going to get right to Greedfall. It is a an action adventure game that is an, an action adventure rpg that is reminiscent of bioware games so things like dragon age i was gonna say dragon quest i'm like that's that's not bioware we have you know dragon age mass effect not anthem i don't think has any of those kind of things in it you know you get companions and you build relationships with them and you get side quests to do with them and you have your little camp or your home base of operations where you can talk to them and learn more and and grow your relationship and all that kind of jazz you can do a bit of crafting and you get on to side quests you have your main quests and it's all in like uh i don't know what kind of area you'd say like maybe you know 1800s Ish. Uh, you know, you got a lot of pirate-looking folk, swashbucklers, and a lot of buckles on your clothing. Uh, you wear multiple belts with the multiple pockets. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Um, but yeah, the thing that stands out to me, because I, I think this game is far from perfect... But what stands out to me is just how pretty it is. It looks really nice. It's got nice light. I'm playing on an Xbox One X. I got a code for it. And I think overall, texture quality, just the overall design of the city, it feels very much like it could be an Assassin's Creed game. It would be nice if it played like an Assassin's Creed game, if it felt like an Assassin's Creed game. But it, it doesn't. So that's a bit... Not disappointing because I wouldn't expect something with so many RPG elements and the companion system and all that to feel like this, you know, parkour, really smooth action game. But, um, yeah, the the biggest problem with the game, before I get to, like, the way it plays and stuff like that, for me, is that in a game like this, I could forgive the gameplay if the story and the characters and the writing and all that was really interesting and engaging i mean i did that with knights of the old republic which is one of my favorite games of all time i don't like the combat in that game all that much but uh i love the story it is by far my favorite um star wars story i i've mentioned this before and i'm going to mention it again because i just think it's a funny bit of information i think it's a funny tidbit and i like to mention it whenever i can nice that old republic made me it, it, it turned me into a star wars fan for one I, I wasn't a huge fan i didn't really care about the series up until that point and i don't even 
I guess the reason why I played Knights of the Old Republic was because I heard so many people talk about how great it was. And I was like, okay, I don't really have much love for the Star Wars movies. I watched them as a kid and I was like, yeah, the first one's fine. The second one's pretty damn good. And I did not like the third one. And at that point, because um, I, th- I don't know if Knights of the Old Republic came out after all the prequels released but i played it definitely after they all came out because i played it on my xbox 360 via backward compatibility and so when i played it i just i fell in love with the world and the story and the characters and i just i was blown away by how much i loved something that was star wars related and it made me love Star Wars, so it it convinced me, or it made me want to love Star Wars so much that I then, um, I then went and bought all of the prequels on DVD at the time. I don't even think Blu-ray existed, but I bought all the DVDs at my local Walmart. I feel like I paid thirteen dollars a piece for them. God Almighty. Um, and then I watched them all, and I immediately thought, "Nope, <laughs> I, this this game, Nice Old Republic, does not make the movies any better." So that was a disappointing realization and a waste of potentially thirty-nine dollars. Jesus Christ! But yeah, you know, if the story is good enough. And the story in Night's Old Progress is amazing. It's just a, an example of that. Then I don't mind if the gameplay isn't all that great. And the gameplay in Greedfall is not terrible. It's it's okay. It's good enough. I wouldn't say it's particularly good. I mean, it's just, it, it's fine. Um, It's not bad. But it's not a game that I, I have been playing. I've put about five hours into it. It's not a game that I have been playing. And I think to myself, oh, I really am playing this for the combat. Like... I love the combat, and I look forward to the combat. I'm just like, okay, when combat happens, it happens. And that's how it goes. But um, I am in no way, though, interested or invested in this story that Greedfall has put out there. I can't even... like I've been playing it for five hours. I can't really tell you what the hell is going on. You're some noble kind of dude, I think. And you, for whatever reason, because of your your heritage, your family, your upbringing, I don't know, you are able to have discourse with all of the like factions and governors and all the people, like, whatever. You're somebody who can talk to everyone. They all, I guess they don't all respect you in the beginning, because, like, you have your reputation, which can go down or up with any faction or group. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I think, pretty even at the beginning. But you're, whatever, this noble dude... And you start off in this like tutorial area, which lasts probably about two and a half-ish hours. It ends in a really cool way with this boss fight, this like wood-looking creature that's like a bunch of twisted twigs and 
just it's it's very a cool looking monster. You know, I I, I like the overall like. There are forest areas in this game that look really pretty. It's a very pretty game. And I can't say that it looks great on the old consoles. Like on Xbox One, not X. It could be a really ugly game. And it might run poorly so far. I haven't run into too many issues that I've noticed. Uh, there is a fast travel system in the game. Uh, you find campsites and then you put a little camp there. And then you're able to fast travel there. But I keep... <laughs> going on tangents because the story is just like I really genuinely don't know what the point of anything is I am this dude I saved my cousin who is like actual royalty is a prince or something and now he's the governor of this new serene area where I'm at and you know I brought him there I had to rescue him first because I think he was like pissing off people in a bar and just being a stupid drunk so that happened you know, and I, I help some other people, and now I'm in this new area, and I'm just like, I'm doing what people tell me to do, and I can't really, I can differentiate between a side quest and a main quest by looking in the menu, but in terms of what, like the stakes of them or anything, I, I, I can tell you what is a main quest or, <laughs> do you hear me farting? You hear all that's farting? I'm gassy. <laughs> oh, God. I can't remember the last time I had an audible fart, but that happened. And I cut it out, but I, I genuinely don't care. And I think it makes for good radio. Um, doesn't... I'm smelling... I don't smell anything, so it's, it's, it's one of those loud, but most certainly not deadly. It's loud and not pointless. What's a good word? What's a what's a good opposite of silent but deadly? Loud, but whatever. I, I got nothing right now. Um, <laughs> it's funny though, cause like I let just a little out, and then I'm like, oh shit, this is audible. And then I was like, maybe it was just the beginning that's audible. So I let a little more out. And I'm like, nope, still audible. And I'm like, forget it. Just let it all out. Oh, this is a weird episode. That's that's Greedfall for you. It brings out the weird. But, um... Yeah, like, the, the story and the characters just like... Whatever, I, I have my companions and I'm like... They've talked to me and we've had some conversations about stuff relating to them and their upbringing and their family. I'm like, I don't, I don't really care. Um, and some of the, like the writing for the most part is okay, but the companion stuff feels exceptionally bad, especially any attempt at flirting. Uh, the flirting is just so like, ugh. It, it, I don't know anyone who, like if any of my companions end up falling in love with me and the writing stays as consistent as it's been in terms of the flirtation, uh, I I won't buy it. I'll be like, what is wrong with you? Why do you like me? I don't like me. It's just, it's just weird that you're feeling so into me when I'm being so stupid with everything I say. But um, yeah, like that. That's the biggest issue I'd say with um Greedfall. It's that the story is so uninteresting 
And like I said, I can't, I can't tell you what the, the, the big story is. You know, I'm going on a bunch of quests and doing things, but it's just like, I, I don't see what the end goal is. Um, but the, you know, the, the combat, like I said, is good enough. It's okay. It's serviceable. Um, trying to think of anything else that really stands out. You know, crafting is fine at this point. There's not much to it. Um, yeah, you, you do get to create your character in the beginning, but your options are pretty limited. So most likely everyone's going to look pretty much the same. Uh, or I mean, you're, you're, if you're picking like a white dude, the white dudes are all going to look pretty much the same. You know, if you're picking somebody of a different... Uh, not race or anything, because I don't think there are any, I don't think you can change your races, you're all humans, but, you know, different ethnicity, um, if the game even has ethnicities, um, then you'll look a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say about it. What I, what I do like is that once you're in an area... There aren't any low times, so when you enter buildings and stuff like that, it just seamlessly transitions from, you know, the outside exterior to the interior. It looks pretty good uh, when it does that. I'm in terms of the transition. I mean, like I already said, that the game itself looks good. Uh, when it has some cutscenes every now and again, which look pretty nice, and like the one that I mentioned earlier with um that big boss uh the transition from cutscene to gameplay was really smooth and looked pretty good as well um but it's just you know it's not all that exciting uh, maybe maybe it'll maybe it'll pick up i don't know but i put you know five hours into it and at that point five hours into a game like this or really any game that has a big focus on narrative, on story. I should care at this point, right? That's what I think, at least. You may feel differently that a game like this, you know, it could take 12 hours to get into it. I don't, I don't buy that. You know, I, I would say that, like almost anything, five hours is more than enough time to know if things are going to click in one way or another. And even if they do end up clicking if the story does end up grabbing me after 10 or so hours i wouldn't feel comfortable recommending it to someone because i'm like okay you know it, it gets pretty cool after 10 hours um i, I you have your uh, stats too like the rpg elements you have your three stat Area. So you have like your ability things where it's like willpower, endurance, agility, and stuff like that. Then you have your thing that is based around um, various um, abilities like one-handed weapons or, or magic stuff, lock picking, etc. Like attributes, I guess. Or no, those would be abilities and attributes would be endurance and all that stuff. Right? And then you have one for... Like, um, I don't remember what the other one is. I could look for it, but I don't feel like doing that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. I wish it was better. 
because I, I see it and I think to myself, there, there's potential here. And, you know, there's some cool stuff going on, on in it aesthetically. But I just, I don't give a shit about anything that's happening in the game. And I wish I cared about more of the characters. This is a new character that was introduced, this like native lady character. And I find her slightly more interesting because she's just, she's more unique than the two just like, one is like the master at arms and the other one's like a, not a shipwright, but I, I think he used to be the, the the leader of the ship, the captain of a ship. You are too late, Ciara. This Mother other character seems at least somewhat interesting. No. And also, you know, of course, I'm like, well, this is my first romantic option. But, um, yeah, that's Greedfall. It's available on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC, I believe. Uh, definitely not on Switch, I don't think. I also just want to mention that Niflheim is only $15, and it's on sale for, uh, like, 11 24 or something. Like a launch sale, so that's definitely worth that money, I think. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it in terms of what I've been playing outside of Apex Legends, which did get uh, some news revealed in terms of the next season and the updates to rank mode which like i'm looking at rank i'm looking at rank mode and i'm looking at like uh everything they're saying in their post about what's coming uh in the near future for apex i'm just like you are so full of shit like maybe maybe some things have changed but like you're acting like things have been great for since the beginning for rank mode that it's been overall really good um, but I find, and people that I've talked to all say that once you hit a certain point in rank mode, rank mode turns into a real pile of garbage because of the point system and all these different things. And they're like, no, it's all been pretty good. And we're changing, like, they're also changing the point system in terms of how much or how many points it costs to enter a thing. And how much, but it's not really different. It's just like, okay, we're adding 10 points to everything so that it makes more sense. I'm looking, I'm like, this doesn't make more sense. You're just confusing me because you're basically, you basically just told me that you've changed things without changing things. So why did you change things? I don't, I don't get it, but you know, whatever, I guess. Um, but they announced a new legend. I don't know what the hell they are. I don't, I don't, I don't really pay much attention to that or, you know, I don't know. I, I love playing the game, but I'm just... I'm not that excited about... Um, any news they bring out about it anymore. Like, I loved Armed and Dangerous. Armed and Dangerous was very uh, cool, and I, I'm sad that it's gone. Um, it stuck around for like a few days after the end of the event the void walker event but um it then went away and that made me sad because i really i really had a, a good time with uh, armed and dangerous it's, pro it's probably the most fun i've had with uh, apex legends in a long while and it's been a little hard transitioning back to the regular mode but um yeah, 
They're going to be doing some changes to the way you earn points. They're going to give you points for an assist four assists or like half points for assists that's cool i'm glad that you get something for assists because you know assists should be valued in some way but yeah i mean i may be more into it when it ends up you know coming out i'm gonna get the the uh the um, season pass, of course. But, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it in terms of what I've been playing. I, I did watch Small Soldiers, like I mentioned, and I think Small Soldiers is fantastic. If you've never seen it, I highly recommend it, especially if you're a fan of both Gremlins movies, because it's basically Gremlins 3. Uh, it's the movie that Joe Dante made immediately after... Uh, Gremlins 2, The New Batch. I mean, he did like some TV miniseries or, or like TV series and some um, TV movies. But I do not believe he did uh, another like major motion picture uh, in between Small Soldiers and um, Gremlins 2, The New Batch. But, um... It's 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 very good. I think it's funny that Kirsten Dunst is in it, and I don't know if it was before or after Jumanji. And it's just kind of funny that she did a movie where she was fighting off a bunch of animals and stuff, and then she's making a movie about fighting a bunch of toy soldiers. Um, there's also just a lot of great voice actors doing the voice of the toys. You got Tommy Lee Jones as the main sergeant dude. Uh, Chip Hazard, I believe is his name. Frank Langella as Archer, the leader of the Gorgamites. But then you have uh, Ernest Borgnine, Jim Brown, Bruce Dern, George Kennedy, uh, Christopher Guest, Mike McKean, Harry Scherer. You have Sarah Michelle Geller and Christina uh, Christina Ricci as the Barbies. Like, it's a lot of talent there in the voice acting. Uh, and you have Phil Hartman playing a character named Phil, which is always great. He's, he like always plays the next door neighbor that annoys the shit out of the the main character. Like he he's basically like the same character from Jingle All the Way. Um, Need some help? But uh, yeah, I, I think it's a great movie still to this day. And the the effects, I mean, there's there's a mixture of practical effects and CGI, and I think the CGI holds up better than to be expected from a movie that came out i think in like the late 90s maybe around like 99 97 um you know they don't look super good but i think you know the fact that they're just toys means they're they're pretty solid but uh yeah it's on netflix that's where i watched it because it's not available on blu-ray in the states fucking annoying goddamn like there are so many movies that are available on Blu-ray in, I think, like, Germany specifically. And I think it's a crapshoot whether or not they'd be region-free. Um, and you can't always trust, like, Blu-ray.com to give you a correct um, information about that. But, uh, yeah... It is very, very good, I think, still. 
But yeah, that's pretty much all I've watched. I, I have, of course, been sticking, uh, or, or I've kept watching good old One Piece. And I'm starting to, I don't regret watching the English dub, because like I said, I think the English dub is solid. Uh, and I think Luffy's English voice is pretty good. But my God, the more I watch the sub, the more I just am absolutely in love with the voice actor of Luffy in, in the sub. He is just like the playfulness of Luffy comes across so well. Uh, and not to say it doesn't come across in the English dub, but the, the, the Japanese voice actor just knocks it out of the park. And I, I, I raised my score on my anime list up to eight. Cause I'm like, this is just, this is so much fun now. This is just the best. I, I love this so much. This is wonderful. So, yeah. One Piece is great. I'm about, I'm almost 600 episodes in. And I still love it, which is like crazy when you think about the fact that, I don't know, I may have watched that many episodes of Fairy Tale. I don't think that many episodes of Fairy Tale exist. I think it might be in like the 400s or something. <laughs> what I've watched I, I'm a bit behind <laughs> but goddamn, I hate that fucking show but uh yeah other than that I visited a few local disc replays which um are a small chain of stores that sell used movies CDs video games and like some of them even like sell TVs and toys and shit. Uh, and, and new versions of, of those as well. And I used to have one really close to me. But I, I the one close to me closed down because they're all independently owned and operated. And I visited a few that are near-ish me. They're still out of the way, but... You know, they're not too far. And it reminded me of how much I love those stores. And I also managed to sell some DVDs that I never thought I'd get any money from that I don't think even half price books would take. And even if they did, they'd probably give me way less. And with the the credit I got from those sales, I managed to get a few things. I got a Super Game Boy, even though I already have a Super Game Boy too, but I wanted to get it just for like historical reasons or whatever like i know that if i'm wanting to play something for real i'm gonna use the super game boy 2 because that's more accurate accurate emulation um but i i, I want it just so i can compare and just all that and i tried it out and it's, and it's cool you know the 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 image isn't that large on the screen like if i captured footage for something or streamed it, it wouldn't be that big but i can you know increase it in post but then i also managed to get a really nice copy of super mario all-stars and i was kicking myself for like the last week and change for not picking up metroid samus returns on 3ds when it was on clearance at best buy and then they ended up having for like 32 bucks which is a pretty good price. The special edition, which came with the soundtrack, and I ended up getting that as well. Uh, so yeah, this weekend, what I've been buying. Uh, 
Yeah, disc replay is great if you're in the Chicagoland area like myself. The two closest that I know of are in Downers Grove, which is definitely the closest, and then the second one after that is in Naperville. And they're both, I've been to both now, and they both have a pretty solid collection of games, old and new. They've got decent collection of hardware and really good movie prices, um, both DVD and Blu-ray. And you know what's funny? I just farted again and this one was silent. What the fuck's that about? Why was the other one loud? Was it like a, my butthole was dry and it's just like, uh, <laughs> I, I remember one thing about Greedfall before I end this episode. One thing that's definitely clear too and that makes the the dialogue and the conversations between two characters so unengaging is that they don't know what to do with themselves when they're talking to another character. Like, I mean, it seems like they in the world don't know what to do with each other. Like, they will so often put their, like, bend their elbows and put their arms at their side like the typical or like that default Superman stance. They'll cross their arms a lot. And it's just like they are fidgeting and not sure of what to do with their bodies or they'll just stand there really stiff. Uh, so, like, the, the conversations... And the, the way they are shot and, and the camera work and all that is not all that dynamic. And it makes everything extra boring. Um, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for this year episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this year's show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and check them out there if you'd like to check out the art i make you can go over to pxsart.com if you see something you like click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece of fancy speaking of art i'm gonna try and be more regular in terms of uh posting art so i'm gonna the plan is to post art every thursday how likely am i to stick to the schedule i don't know but if nothing else you know if it's not every week it'll just be always on a thursday new art thursday maybe every other week it always depends on just like when i you know i just need to actually make posts about it instead of just putting it in the gallery and in the print shop and stuff like that after i've done a commission or whatever um but yeah so that's art and if you'd like to support the site in general in anything what if you'd like to support the, the site in general and anything that we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us.com what did i just say what did i just say to say patreon.com slash support us if you'd like to support us in general for god knows why please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way 
If, uh... I don't say anything after that. I don't know what the if was for. But, um... You can go over to... Nothing. Dot. Shut up, Mark. You have nothing else to say, you dumbass. Oh, boy. Well, that will do it. And as always... Thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I, re I really do. If you're still listening, God bless you. I mean, if you don't believe in God, then, you know, fucking whatever bless you. I don't care. It's just a saying. Calm down. Calm down. I didn't mean anything by it. Jesus. You don't need to be so mean. Why are you saying such horrible things to me? <sighs> Anywho, as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day and an absolutely lovely weekend. Bye!